Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. It's officially that time of year, folks. Time for us to run back one of our favorite segments here on the Cracked Interviews Podcast. We have officially reached the NCAA Sweet 16. As such, we are officially ready to unveil our Cracked Racket Sweet 16 press row, where I will attempt to speak with one representative from Every remaining Division One team still alive in that NCAA team event. Now, in the past, we've tried to speak with head coaches exclusively. I wanted to mix things up. We've been so fortunate to speak with so many of these head coaches, not just in the past, but in this 2023 season in particular, that, again, I wanted to hear a different perspective on where each of these teams currently sit entering this Sweet 16 weekend. As such, yes, you'll hear from some head coaches, but you'll also hear from some assistant coaches. You'll hear from some players over the next few days on this podcast. As again, I try to prepare all of us college tennis fans for the start of the NCAA Sweet 16. Before we get to today's episode, have to give a massive shout out to the support we get from our friends at Turner, who not only support this podcast, they support each and every week's episode of The Deciding Point and support tennis players everywhere by providing, simply put, the best grip available on the market. There's a reason all of us as tennis fans can identify a Turner grip on someone's racket. That iconic trademark blue color, it glistens on each and every tennis court. It's utilized, of course. It's also the best in the business, the most durable. It gets tackier as you sweat. And now they've got the latest iteration of their Turner grip as well as Turner has unveiled. Turner Tough, it's just a better version of that Turner grip all of us has come to love. You can, of course, find Turner Grips wherever you shop for your tennis supplies. And look, the next time you got to change your grip, know that Turner not only provides the best in the business, they support our podcasts here as well. So the least we can ask you to do is support them also. A massive shout out to our friends at Turner. Be sure to check out the latest iteration, the Turner Tough Grip today. With that said, let's get to it. Here is an episode from our 2023 NCAA Sweet 16 press row. Joining us on the podcast once again today is someone I am proud to call a returning champion here on this show, someone whose team earned a little bit of NCAA tournament revenge this past weekend with their 4-2 second round victory over Vanderbilt. They now advance to the Sweet 16 where they will face Stanford. Joining us on the show today is the head coach of that team, head coach of the Ohio State Women's Tennis Program. Welcome back to our show, Melissa Schaub. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. It is always a pleasure. It is always a pleasure to have you. Let's just get right into the question everyone's wondering. 
Is the doubles point still going in Columbus? Because I'm not sure it ever ended. You know, it, it's what, 90 minutes plus in that Vanderbilt match? Or what? I mean, certainly over 60 minutes. What's that right. like from your perspective? Yeah, no, I mean, it's something that we've been working on. And, and I think we've been right there in a lot of our matches. We've had match points in multiple matches. Um, you know, I think we're playing good doubles. We just need to get over the over the finish line here here at some point and maybe in our heads a little bit. I don't know, but um, I'm really happy with the way we kind of came out in singles against against Vanderbilt. Their doubles points good. We knew that it always is. Um, yeah, they got us at home last year and and didn't feel great about that. So happy with the way that we um, we turned around and, and played singles. Six first sets was important, I think there and. Um, yeah, we'll keep we'll keep trying for that doubles point. <laughs> yeah, no, I just feel like we should set a fifty-five minute cap, like because right. come on, yeah, it's like I mean, again, it was an outstanding point, but I can only imagine what's going through your head. And to your point, to see your team respond the way that it did, take six first sets in singles. What was that huddle like? Did you expect that sort of fire from your girls? Yeah, you never know. I mean, I, I think. Um... I did in a way, you know, I don't know that, that you think that you're going to win all six first sets or, or anything like that. But, you know, I think you can tell when you look around in the huddle and you make eye contact with your players, you know, where they're at after that doubles point. And I think, you know, Bule and Bresniak were down five, two in that match. We got it back to five, four and a juice point and, um, you know, a good Anna Ross kick serve and got us. But, but I think we felt like, okay, the first 20 minutes, maybe we, we didn't play our best, but we kind of had some momentum, even though we lost the, we lost the doubles point. So, um, yeah, you know, I think that they came out, they came out well and, and it was good to see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, throughout the course of the season, shout out to you. I think you've hit all but three possible lineup permutations for your team. I mean, you've, you've mixed it up all year long. And I'm, I know part of that is because you have a bunch of good players. This past weekend, Danielle Wilson gets the nod at six singles. She delivers you an 0-0 victory in round one, a 2-2 and victory against Vanderbilt. What's clicking so well for her right now? I mean, Danny, yeah, she's been an unbelievable. Um, she's added a lot to uh, to our team, and and she's playing very good in singles and doubles as well. And you know, brings um, you know, she's a veteran, right? She has not not for maybe Ohio State necessarily, but she's got a lot of matches under her belt, and um, she's competitive and she works hard, and um, just super super happy for her. And I, and I think you know, for us, we we brought in a couple kids this year, and and had a couple injuries with those kids in the fall, and. And I think it's taken a little bit of time to to know what we have, you know, when you don't have three or four years of experience um, coaching them. So I, I think we're in a good place right now. And, um, yeah, you know, we've tried some different things, but, but we feel like we have some options. And, um, you know, our goal is always to be trying to play our best tennis now at this point. And I feel like last weekend was a, was a pretty good shot with that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting to hear you talk about, uh, again, that and trying to get your team to peak at the right moment because following you guys all year long, obviously you guys get off to a rolling start and it's just further proof that the hardest place to play in college tennis is Columbus. That's It's just a fact. Look at the numbers. Um, that said, I know there were some mid-season lumps, I suppose, for you guys. It might sound like a silly question, but 10,000-foot view observation from afar – do you feel like your team's played their best match yet? Because I feel like I could make a case that you guys still haven't had that day where just one through six doubles, everything clicks. Yeah, no, I don't know that we have. I don't know that we have, honestly. I mean, I think that, you know, we've had people playing very well at different times and yeah. and and some people maybe, and that's that's normal, that's college tennis. I think as every coach, we probably hope that 
man, I really hope every all six players come out and play their best match ever today. And that would be amazing. Right. And, you know, unfortunately, it doesn't happen often. And the rest of it's about grit and, and fight and energy and controlling what you can. I, I think we've done a good job of that this season. Um, we haven't always played our best tennis, but it means a lot to us. And and we compete hard. And I, I, I think there's belief in our locker room. I do. I, I think that we know if, if we, you know, if we do play, play how we're capable of playing, I, I think that we feel like we can play with anybody. Yeah. No, I, I mean, again, I think that's a theme for so many teams, right? It's just across the level this year. The talent is exceptional. And obviously you guys have had so many different people step up at different points of this season. I'm curious because freshman to sophomore year is always where you see massive leaps. And obviously for you guys, you have a sophomore at Sydney Ratliff who you guys asked to step up into those top two single spots. And, you know, you look at the numbers this year, 10 and seven overall in total results, but I don't think that's reflective of the level we've seen from Sydney. I I do think she's taken a massive step forward. I'm curious what you've seen. Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we we talked about it with her at the end of last year, like, hey, next year is going to be hard. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like awesome job freshman year. I mean, she's improved so much, but next year is going to be really tough. Um, You're not sneaking up on anybody anymore. Right. The notes are out there. People know. So um, I think she's handled it really, really well. I mean, for sure. I, I think, you know, gutsy effort from her. I know she lost in three sets against Vanderbilt, but, you know, we actually weren't sure she was going to go a couple hours before that match. And, and uh, she stepped up and, and is doing an unbelievable job. So her sophomore year has been big for us, singles and doubles. Shelly Berezniak stepping up her sophomore year has been uh, really great for us. You know, we knew what she was capable of last year, but but couldn't get her healthy. So, so yeah, no, I mean, those those sophomores are, we talk a lot about our, our veterans and our older kids, but those guys have done great. At what point when you look at Shelly's record, I think it's 15-1 and one this year, like was it at the 9-0 and o mark where you started to laugh when you'd look at it? Because you're right, it's just been an unbelievable year for her. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, I remember Shelly coming back in July and, and, and me just telling her like, you're, you're just like a person right now, you know? I mean, this is, if we can keep this going and then, but the thing with Shelly is she's pissed off about that one match yeah. that she lost, right? I mean, that's just how she is. She doesn't like to lose a point. She doesn't like to, to lose the, you know, a, a half court game. It's ultra competitive and, um, you know, perfectionist with, with her studies and with her tennis and, and all of that. So it's been huge for us and yeah, let's try to keep it going. Uh, you mentioned when talking about Danielle bringing in, you know, a player with her sort of experience and, uh, across the board, her, Coley, Isabel, Arena, you know, Lucia, these are all players who have seen everything in college tennis. Is it a different sort of approach to how you've coached this team this year? Do you get to take your hands off the reins a little bit? And because, you know, what are you going to tell Coley that she's like, Melissa, I know um, at that point, you know, how have you approached this season given the experience of this group? Well, I mean, first of all, I think that this year, I mean, it, it was definitely different than some years in the past because we do have depth and we do have options. And, you know, we were spending some time trying to see, you know, where everyone was at and, and what we had. And and I'm just super proud of of those guys that you all that you just mentioned, because I feel like, you know, they really want to win for Ohio State. And, and they definitely, you know, whoever is the best person on that day or or whatever we see, um, you know, they've really embraced that and, and jumped in. And I think that. Um, yeah, I mean, those guys have meant a lot to our program. I think Coley mentioned sometime this season, like we've been here half half of my time here has been with them, right? And um, 
no, it's a, it's a great group and, and they're going to be missed, but um, hopefully we're going we're gonna to try to keep it going here for them. Yeah. Half decades, a healthy amount of time. I'm like thinking, yeah. what was I doing a half decade ago? We only had two podcasts then, not three. Um, okay. and, and so, you know, I, I, I'm, 33% a new human. Um, there you, there <laughs> yeah. you go. So, no, I mean, I, I imagine it has been fun like, to, to be with these players for four or five years, right? That, uh, is that an element you're going to miss? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, they, they come in when, you know, you recruit them when they're 16, 17 years old, right? And now they're 22 and, um, you know, they're adults and, and <laughs> yeah. you know, that's sometimes <laughs> and and that's been decided like really cool to see you know but they've they've been a great group and um yeah i just can't say enough about those guys it just reminds me this is so silly but tangent time nowadays when because you know i've known my dad for 27 years now uh, it's, <laughs> i'm an adult and so i go dad I'm, not that it's not my mom but i'm like are we are we friends now? I was like, I'm pretty right. sure I'm your best friend. Like, <laughs> uh, let's be honest. Like, who else when are you talking about? happen, right? Yeah. And, he's, happen? and he goes, Alex, I changed your dirty diapers. Under no circumstances are we friends. Like, come <laughs> on. He's like, you are my son. And I was like, all right, that's, that's a fair counter. Um, right. And I guess to, you've done the tennis equivalent of changing the dirty diapers. So you're like, no, you're still my freshman. Uh, but it, it's got to be a fun ride. And, you know, again, with all the talent we see this year, I do think that it factor, that trust, you know, two all on the scoreboard, three third sets, what team trusts each other more to get through in that moment. I've been asking all these coaches, what is it your team does to to build that trust? And do you feel like this team has that it factor? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I, I do think we have that trust. I, I do think, uh, you know, last weekend we lose a doubles point, right? We touched on that earlier. I mean, I do think we can look around and I, I think we know what we have out there, right? I think that we know, okay. Um, maybe that didn't go as planned, but, but we've, we've got six opportunities now to get four and, and we're going to lay it on the line. And and I think that, um, that's important to know that, right. It's important to know that the person beside you, um, is, is willing to give it everything that they've got and, and can play at a high level. And so I do think that we have that trust in each other, um, for sure. In that locker room, whoever those six are, I, I think that, um, yeah, we have good leadership and, and we believe in each other. Off-court backgammon game breaks out. Who's the most competitive off the court on the team? Oh. Is it you? (laughs) (laughs) Most competitive. I'm going to go with, like, Shelly or, like, Lucia. Yeah, Ultra Ultra competitive. Ultra competitive. But they're all pretty competitive. Yeah. They're all pretty competitive. That's what makes it fun. That that that's We had a conversation yesterday in the van, like, all right, back alley, you know, who who do you (laughs) – who do you take with you on the team? Who do you take with you? You're asking these questions. I got some some different answers. So yeah. so yeah. 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 The answer wouldn't be me. I'm losing that fight. I can tell you. I always, that's always my argument. I'm like, if I'm in an alley, a guy's got a gun, and I can't use what I like to think are very good words that come out of my mouth to be like, God, yeah, yeah. like, just don't, like, here's the wallet. Just don't kill me. Like, I'd really like to keep living. And if he's like not convincing, bang, then I deserve to, to die because I'm not as smart as I thought I was. That's, that's the crux of my argument. Take my chances with you, though. I feel like you're a pretty good talker. Yeah, you that's know? what I'm saying. I'll, just, I'll be like, yeah. I'll be like, you wanna, <laughs> you wanna kill the host of NCA Press Row? I'm like, right. come on, like think about right. the implications. Do you know who this guy is? Yeah, come on. <laughs> I, I once made a pitch that the NCA tournament should be in Athens every year. Um, <laughs> so, yes. Anyways, um, all of that in mind, you know this group, and you've been around with this group. You guys have been through battles over the years. I'm curious, what was the biggest surprise about this season to you? 
you know, I don't know. Um, I think that you know, I mean, we know that we've had these guys, a lot of these guys for five years, right? Four years, five years. And I think that you always want it to be the best season. You want it to work out, right? Like, okay, we know what we have coming back. We know what we're capable of. If we can only stay healthy, if we could only do this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whatever that is. And and I think that we've done a pretty good job. So I don't know that I'm that surprised. I, I think that I thought we would have a good season. Um, you just hope that it all comes together, mm-hmm. right? But um, yeah, I, I think our, our team chemistry is good. I, I think that these guys are just, they've, they've taken control of their program. And I think that's the thing that's, that's the best about them is um, I, I don't feel like I need to do a whole lot. I, they want it. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, that's what it comes down to ultimately. And obviously you guys have your sweet 16 matchup coming up this weekend. You guys are traveling to Palo Alto, taking on a Stanford program that needs no introduction to college tennis fans. You know, you guys have made a West Coast trip already this season, so you got to play in that California atmosphere. I'm curious about your thoughts on the matchup, what it's going to take for the Buckeyes to get through. Oh, I mean, we're excited for the match. I, I think, look, historically, it's just a program that you want to come and you want to play here. And, you know, um, you know, we'll see We'll see what we can do tomorrow. I, we know it's going to be a tough match. I think Stanford at tournament time is – um, you know, probably always, you know, always one of the best teams out there and, um, you know, but we're going to, we're going to give it our best shot and, and we think we have a chance, um, you know, we just got to go out there, go out there and do it, but, but we're really excited to be where we are right now and, and hopefully, um, keep going forward. Yeah. And you mentioned going to Palo Alto, getting the chance to play there in front of that crowd. I know we've talked about things like this before on the show, but super regional versus sweet 16 host site. What's your preference? You know, I don't know. Um, I mean, there's different things that have gone into how we got where where we've gotten, right? So mm-hmm. I guess uh, we'll see what happens with the, the NCAA individual tournaments. Now I'm going to go going to go to the fall for two years. So personally, I'd probably like to see it go back to the round of 16. Um, you know, if that's happening, but I, I do think it's a great chance to get people out on college campuses. And um, you know, Stanford's still in school right now, so so maybe they get a good crowd and um, get people out there. I think it's it's a fun environment. Um, you know, it's, it's maybe a little bit tricky, uh, for whoever gets out of this match to, to come out here and then turn around and and fly back cross country. Um, you know, but, uh, but yeah, it it is what it is. And you, you play every match. Good for the Delta sky club points. No doubt about that. If you, (laughs) <laughs> that's a trip. Yeah, I can imagine. And I'm, I, I, I don't know how else to phrase it. Are you a rankings watcher? Like, are you someone who's saying, oh, are we eight? Are we 11? What do we have to do? I know looking at and we've talked about your approach to scheduling before. I mean, you played everyone this season, A&M, UCLA, Georgia, NC State at home on the road. You you put your team in those positions beforehand, but you know one of my new theories emerging is I'm starting to realize the math of this game, and it's like, as a coach, why not just always have one date in the back pocket? So on, say, you know, April uh, Tuesday, April seventh, you can call, I don't know who's a close Tennessee, and say, hey, you guys want to just play a dual match since losses don't really hurt us? Right, 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 right. No, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I'd be lying if I said I didn't look at, yeah. look at the rankings. It's so easy now, right, to just <laughs> stuff in there and see where you're at. And I mean, I remember as a kid, and my my dad was my coach, and he always tell me, "Don't even look at it; it just make you go crazy, right?" Like, like, so I was never a rankings person, never, right, until 
probably the last couple of years where I also have Adam, right? Adam likes to tell me, Hey, if we do, you know, if we do this, then I think this happens and this is going to be the draw. And so uh, I listen to him, but, but yeah, no, I mean, you're always looking at it a little bit. And for us though, it's just, we want the best schedule that we can. We want to play the best teams and maybe you take some hits and maybe you get some good wins. And, but, but again, you got to know where you are. Right. And I, I think because of our schedule right now, we we know we know where we are. Right. We've seen the best teams. Maybe we came through. Maybe we didn't. Um, but but how else do you know what you need to do and, and where you need to be in May? Yeah. No, that's just good delegating, by the way. Have Adam do the rankings watching. That's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got other things to worry about. You know, he just likes looking up that stuff. So it's, it's good for me. I just get to sit and he tells me, hey. Yeah, yeah, no, I think I'm the delegated ranking watcher for like 11 different programs I can turn to. Oh. Where I, I know the text I'm getting where it's like, have you run the numbers for me? And I'm like, right. all right. Yeah, it's like, let me run. All right, give me two two minutes. Um, and then because I'm like, yeah, I'm intrigued. Um, but, I, you know, it's been a really great year in college tennis. And obviously, it's been a year where the numbers are always extraordinarily tight because there are so many exceptional teams and there have been great storylines. I'm curious, I know you're locked into your program, but has there been a team, player, coach outside of your group that has particularly impressed you this season? Well, I think everyone's going to probably talk about Iowa State a little bit, right, and what Boomer's done. And I think it's been fun to just kind of watch that. And and uh, he's just a great guy, so you're rooting for them. And it's pretty cool to see. And we've had that for a couple of years now where, where our team is um, – yeah, just stepped up big and, and had a lot of confidence. And um, for me, they look like they enjoy doing it. And, um, you know, that's fun to see. So, uh, yeah, I mean, those guys have done an awesome job. And um, But, yeah, I mean, I think that's the best thing right now is that there's not one or two or three teams, I think, that, that everybody's watching or that people say, oh, you can't eat. You know, I mean, I, I think that there's a lot of really good teams out there. and It for sure makes our sport fun. It yeah. makes the draw fun. It makes the rankings fun. It's, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. good to see. It's going to be a really fun home stretch. I agree with you. And in that spirit, again, same question I'm ever asking every coach 16 teams remaining, sweet 16 ahead. You think there's a favorite right now to capture the women's title? I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm, you know, per, people are probably, throw out some names i think that there's a lot of really good teams um depends on the day i think that's the fun part right it's maybe there's the best team out there maybe there's one team that that has proven all year long that that they're the best team but we just you need three hours three three and a half hours right to fight as hard as you can and that's what makes sports fun so i don't know i guess we'll see at the end yeah. The end of the tournament. (laughs) no or after a doubles point like vanderbilt you need six hours i'm not i'm still not sure the match is over yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. It's another – they're like, what if we play one more breaker? Just one more because why not? Yeah, yeah. 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 Which, that, that's what makes college tennis fun. That's what makes it For so sure. exciting. And I agree. I, I think the parody down the home stretch, it's going to be a really fun final site. Uh, and it's going to be a really fun match in Palo Alto this weekend as your Buckeyes take on the Stanford Cardinal. And, you know, again, this is not jinxing things because I'm – I'm pretty sure you guys have some individuals into the individual event. So I will see you in Orlando no matter what, Coach. And uh, obviously looking forward to watching you and the Buckeyes compete this weekend. And always a pleasure to get the chance to chat with you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That's, of course, OH. I.O. 
Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Hope all of you enjoyed this edition of our 2023 NCAA Sweet 16 Press Row. A massive thank you to every player and coach who participated in this series. We're all excited for the home stretch of the 2023 NCAA season. Hopefully these episodes help all of you feel more prepared for the impending action. Speaking of which, if you need to catch up on anything that's happened in this NCAA tournament, Tuesday, Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, we'll have episodes of The Deciding Point recapping everything that happened to date. Of course, we'll also have coverage of the Sweet 16 Friday, Saturday on our Crack Rackets YouTube channel. We'll have coverage of the quarterfinals of the D1 event. We're also going to start to work in some D2, D3 coverage as well. So rest easy, college tennis fans. We have you covered with coverage of everything that'll happen down the stretch of this 2023 season. Of course, a shout out here at Crack Rackets to the man who makes all of that possible. Our super producer, Daniel Westoff, who has a f- of an editing job to do day in, day out. A shout out as well to our dear friends at Turna for their support. Turna Tough, best grip in the business. You can find it wherever you shop for your tennis supplies today. With all of that said, for our fantastic guest, our super producer, Daniel Westoff, our friends at Turna, and from all of us here at both Crack Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. You've been listening to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy. Talk to you all soon. Thanks, everyone.